Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. This is weird. We're recording early this week, so I'm like... Actually, we just recorded one. I was like... We just did this. Like, <laughs> just. I was trying to be like, is it, a, is it my black excellence? I was like, nah, I just did one. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and did you? Oh, no, because we this is our third episode back. Yeah, I mean, technically, no, but it felt like it because you, since I just did a piece of the week. But we over here acting like we didn't used to do, like, two episodes in a day. Who were we? we you remember them days? I think so. Girl, yeah. I don't have the mental capacity to do that. Two. I, yeah, I remember we were like, but it would be like we did one, like, in the morning and then one at night. It wasn't like, bye, y'all. Okay, hey, it's Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that would be that was that's true labor but yeah I, I don't you know what i'm happy that we're at 103 and i never was like oh i gotta do this junk today there might be parts of it like <laughs> i really like i was thinking about it i was like i really gotta i got the week i have and i really gotta turn around and edit this joint i did say that but um i speak try to be careful with my creative stuff because like the, the minute it feels like work it becomes a burden Especially when the work don't equal the pay, just gotta be careful. Mm. <laughs> gotta be careful. Love that for you. But yeah, we're here. Made it. Got attacked by a lizard today, but it's okay. You didn't. But nah, no. you should have huh? They be moving quick. They do. Nah, the way that John rolled up on me. Not rolled up. It, Cause I was like, "What is that? What's that?" And I was like yelling in here. Like you would think I was getting murdered. I was like sweating. Yeah, I had to lay down after, but <laughs> yeah, me and Katie had a whole discussion earlier today about how just what is going on. Like a lot of the like creatures that we've had to deal with, like not even deal with, but like just had to know about. I just one of my first questions for God is going to be just walk me through your motivation. Just walk walk me through. Seven days, right? No, six. <laughs> six days. And t- tell me about which day you got bored. And was like, you know what I'm going to do? That squiggly thing I sent you in the ocean, whatever that was on Twitter? Katie, I would actually love, I feel like it's in here. Like, I should link that in the description so people can see. <laughs> that just, like, I saw that I was like, oh. It- it had like feather legs, but they were all, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like an octopus, but the legs were like feathers. Yeah. They were like squiggly, but it was like, uh, it was literally the worst. It's probably the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it can't be worse than an anglerfish. No, I think it was. You think so? Yeah. I, because would, I would double check, but I'm not going to double check. <laughs> because the anglerfish, yeah, because that has so many legs, Katie. Imagine you swimming and that just brush no, up against your legs. Actually, exactly. Look how big it was, how long those legs were. Those legs were very, very long. They were very long. But you know At what? least an anglerfish, you know, you would probably never come face to face with one of those because they live so deep. Yeah, but that water was like light blue. Like, imagine you exactly. just school. I mean, I would been. never. I would never go come face to face with either of those because I'm good on the ocean. Sorry about it. Imagine you just like, you know, imagine like you just, you know what I'm saying? You know how those, like those boat tours, like them, <laughs> you know how you go on a yacht? I wouldn't know, but you know, one day you go on a yacht and they go in the middle of the ocean or whatever the, and 
and then like people be jumping off and like having a good time and that just, just wrap it to one of those little feather things around your leg Kate, I would, ask, I would never do that would you in the middle of the deep blue sea nah not, I mean when they do stuff like that it don't be like just here we are like I feel they have designated <laughs> like <laughs> it's not just like hmm this seems like a good spot like <laughs> there's like designated areas for that type of stuff but I, I'm actually good on that I've realized I've just become I need, like I become more and more of a weenie like it's getting out of control like when I tell you like there was a um when you know Rochester really be having them like house centipede things and the week I was moving out like one came in I was in a full sweat I called Nikki Nikki's in Chicago what is Nikki going to do for me I was in a full-blown sweat I was just screaming I was so scared just the thought of squishing it like all of those things like it's just like a lot and I just become more and more of a ween I feel like if I was in the middle of a body of water like that my imagination would take over (laughs) take over I feel yeah I'm actually more defined just know y'all I mean, so I was telling Katie about this show I've been watching, Night on Earth. Yes, yeah, yeah, I told you. See? And no, because no, nah, but they tricked me because they how did. I'm I'm two I'm two and a half episodes in and ain't nothing crazy happening. You know, I'm two and, ha- and each episode is an hour, so I'm two and a half hours in, mm. ain't nothing happened. You know, it's all normal animals. Like the most that happened was this polar bear. He ate this seal, but they didn't show it. They just said it. You know, like mm-hmm. they just said, like, oh, he about to get the seal, but he didn't. They, they didn't show him and the seal screaming for his life or nothing. Like, um, it was regular animals, polar bears, penguins, elephants, lions, like stuff that you just know exists. <coughs> uh, up until halfway through the jungle episode, I, I just don't even. I can't just know that. I feel like, what do you do? How do you? I don't know. I just know that there are certain creatures out here that God is just clicking on and then pressing like the XL button. Like just, just I seen a giant ball. I didn't see the giant centipede, but they told me about it because once I saw them them leaves ruffling, I was like, I don't even. That's a warning sign, and I don't even want to lay eyes on whatever's about to come up from under there. So. But it was a giant centipede the size of your forearm. See, but why? But, but why? See, that's the stuff that don't be adding up to me. Like, what? You can't tell me, like, and the crazy thing about it, if you took that centipede out of the ecosystem, like, the whole thing would just, like, fall apart. But it's like, you could have just not put it in there. That's over there in the jungle, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, like, I used to not think much about butterflies. I always thought they were pretty. And then we went to that butterfly was it was a gross it was a I, garden I don't know why yeah i don't know why I, I i punked myself into going into that because i knew i already knew you knew i knew i don't know why i thought maybe it won't be that bad so many people go and do it no that was my first time and like and we're talking about the straw museum in rochester has a butterfly atrium is that what it is garden something like that yeah you go in a room with them yeah it's like a glass a greenhouse or something and i was like oh that'd be cute you know it was part of like the welcome week for class 2019 20 2018 
Yeah, we went in that joint, and I was like, oh, this is cute. And then you see a butterfly land, and it's really a roach with wings. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's they're so leggy. Ugh, it's so. Ugh. And remember that thing on Twitter with that big old moth, like landed on that girl's face, and she was like, "Look at this pretty moth." I'm like, "I would that would have been where they would have to bury me. Like, I would I would have died right there." Yeah, I was like, "Girl, I'm mortified. I don't know what you tripping." Actually, um, I was actually gonna watch the ocean episode today. Why? And then what do I wake up to? Oh, that little thing? Yeah. Little thing? I kind of want to look at it again, but I'm scared. I wonder, it's real, right? It has to be real. I would hope not, but the track record of what's in the ocean has not been great, so I believe it. Yeah, I'm going to look. I'm scared, though. I I tagged Lenny in it, and she texted me. (laughs) She was like, we're not recording today. Oh, I didn't even see your answer to this. <gasps> Wait, I'm scared. I don't want to start screaming on this mic. I'm so dramatic, and I really wish I could turn it off. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. What are you looking at? What? You looking at it I again? tried to. I, didn't even, I couldn't even glimpse it all the way. I didn't, his legs were way longer than I remembered. Yeah. I really wish I was playing, y'all. I need to stop being so dramatic. I don't know what it is. Like, I just get really emotional. If I remember, I hope I remember to link that. I'm gonna link it. Link it, yeah. Like, so you can see what we're talking about. Like Delaney and I, like we just we go on these rabbit holes <laughs> in our some of our meetings, and they gotta reschedule the meeting so we can actually talk about what we were supposed to talk about. But like, some of these animals really just be. That's that's when we spent that whole hour looking up anglerfish. What a, right. what a time! But just. Yeah, like there was nothing on that. I started watching the ocean one. There was nothing on it but baby sea turtles. See, that's they, that's and I start. just couldn't. Exactly, I was like, I can't do it. I have no trust in y'all now. Like that's the thing, <laughs> and that's really why None. I don't watch horror movies. I mean, besides the fact that they're terrifying, like even uh, aside from that, I know it's gonna be terrifying. So I can't even enjoy the mm-hmm. parts that are normal because I just it's just like me waiting until I gotta close my eyes again. You know what I'm saying? And I used to be, like, when I was younger, I used to, like, you know, my friends want to watch it, and I would watch it with them and just scream the whole time and then not sleep for two days. And I'm like, you know, I'm grown. I'm watching rom-com or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's enough terrifying. Uh, People are listening, like, what is, are you okay? <laughs> Talkspace.com slash three. <laughs> Oh, well, um, dang, I literally have no good news this week, so. Well, that matches the times, so. It does. Um, but a lot of y'all have probably heard by now, but I just wanted to update because we talked about this a long time ago when the, when the investigation was first going on. Um, the, uh, sexual assault allegations, uh, made by violinist Laura St. John, um, against a teacher her former teacher at the Curtis Institute um were being investigated by an independent uh, firm which I think that investigation started sometime last year because I remember it was a long 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 time ago that we um that we talked about it because yeah because they sent out an email to their to their alumni and students talking about don't say nothing 
and of oh, course yeah yeah of course uh screenshots immediately hit the like, internet on, because babe. like who did y'all really think like that's like when hannah montana and the hannah montana movie went to where was she from nashville i think so yeah yeah she went to she went to and had this big thing with literally thousands of people in nashville and took off her wig and revealed her identity and was like shh don't tell nobody <laughs> hannah montana what? what a time to be alive i forgot about that show first of all and then like went back and then like went back home um and nobody told anybody and i was like so the entire city of nashville kept your secret with all the news reporters there and everything is that in the hannah montana yeah. movie Mm-hmm, that was in the movie. I don't know if I saw it. Mm-hmm. Hannah Montana yeah. was like around my exit of Disney Channel. Well, but Katie, we all know you hung around. I did hang around. You're not going to try to shame me on here. I did <laughs> hang around and did because some of the stuff was good. You know what I'm saying? And did. Um, I don't like yeah, it. You and Jasmine really get on my nerves. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would. I still watch some of the stuff I watched in middle school. So, like but what? um, Naruto. I mean, I feel um, like that's different. Everybody watching Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would still. I would watch SpongeBob if I had cable. Girl, what is even SpongeBob air? I want to watch it because, like, some of the yeah. I'm waiting like, for a streaming prop platform to get I can't it. Even afford it? Isn't it still making like, episodes? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I told you I tried to watch as told by Ginger and I forgot how nasty the brother was. He's not like he's just like typical like whatever little kid brother nasty, but like the one who had the little jar of teeth. You say you don't remember the jar of teeth. Was that you? Mm. Yeah. No, I do not remember that. As told by Ginger, that theme song was slap. They did a thing with As Told <laughs> by Ginger. Okay. Um, yeah, so Curtis uh, thought they were Hannah Montana, but they got exposed. So, um, but that was last year, and it's now been found by that independent firm that her allegations of um, her accounts, rather, of uh, rape and sexual abuse by her um, her teacher at the time, they were found to be credible. I mean, um, <laughs> yes. Um. So the firm, they filed a, a report detailing her experience, um, and which also included the claims of abuse by about two dozen other students um, that spanned over uh, decades. Um, and they were all uh, accepted by this, by this board that reviewed it. They said that there were technically, well, there was an acknowledgement of safeguards that were put in place designed to protect students, but um, the report that they came up with raised tr- uh, troubling questions about the institution's past and keeping students safe from harm. And I'm like, troubling questions? But y'all just, okay. I feel like y'all just be using all this soft language. And that's like also very much a like, like a thing. Like when y'all trying to downplay something, how you going to say her, her accounts are credible, but and then say, well, you know, they designed some stuff to to help the students, and and we we question whether or not it was effective. You question it, or was it just not effective? <laughs> because you literally just said that dozens of people came forward, and and you do not uh, question any of their accounts. You said that they're all credible, so not really making much sense. Um, they, I. I I don't know exactly what is next because, you know, unfortunately, the uh, professor who 
who committed these horrible acts uh he passed away before he was able to um able to pay for what he did um his soul is well i mean he is crispy right now (laughs) (laughs) he is um bathing in a lake of fire so i hate that like like, taking advantage of people in such a vulnerable situation exactly you're freaking nah and especially like the way the field works i mean i don't know if it works i mean i imagine it does but the extent to which it seemed like the field worked like what worked back then where it's like you literally can't say nothing at all you gotta do all this respectability politics i mean it's still like that but i feel like not as extreme as what i've heard like in the past it's like you really can't say nothing Mm -hmm. you really can't say nothing but the thing is she did and she she said um something at the time and then again so at the time in um 1986 and then again in 2013, and then again in 2019. And when t- in 2019 was when that whole independent firm was brought in and everything. And I'm just like, I mean, they issued an apology to her. They said that they're meeting with the board to discuss next steps. Um, they've also published a 54-page report um, on their website. Um the the full report um by the independent firm so that's all gonna be that's gonna be linked in the entire article that i'm gonna link um i i'm sorry i just if you want to read more it'll be linked i I just actually don't even want (laughs) to don't even want to get into the details of this because it's really sick um so next uh another thing that is i mean i didn't when i first heard this um this is about um the new york philharmonic canceling the remainder of this season they canceled all events um in their entire 2020 to 2021 season due to the coronavirus and that's everything through june 13th 2021 all canceled when i first when i first saw that i I think the magnitude of something like that didn't really set in yeah i saw it and i was like okay because a lot of people have been canceling but then i was just like wait who you know like when i really realized the new york philharmonic Mm -hmm. you know it was like kind of like staggering you know um because this is the first time in their 178 year history that they have canceled an entire season and it's like for them to go that far i feel like for them to go that far I don't know nothing about. It. Let me shut up, cause I don't know nothing about about you know how to run an orchestra or nothing. But that just seems like alarming to me. It's a little alarming, especially like, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna say too much either, cause I don't know nothing about that. But like, we play down here, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm confused as to, and I'm not in nobody's pocketbook, but I'm just saying, like, I'm confused as a, as an orchestra as that is is as notorious as the New York field doesn't have, I don't be rude, but doesn't have, doesn't seemingly have the money to sustain some type of, you know, at home concert. Like you ain't doing a little concert for your donors. You're not doing a little recitals, like nothing. Y'all was just like, y'all be easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a little weird to me because I feel like a lot of orchestras, some orchestras have a, did for a lull, you know what I'm saying? You know what the RPO is doing? Mm-mm, I don't keep up with them. You said what? I said, I don't keep up with them. 
but a lot of orchestras are are trying to like doing something a little something oh you don't know I thought you were asking. You were like, it was something. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm just asking. Oh, you were just asking me because my point, oh, of, okay. my point of departure is only the Memphis Symphony, right? Of course. In any way, and there. it seems while and you're playing with them, s- I'm gonna finish. Sorry, they're playing with you. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. so anyway, and it seems like uh, uh, Joseph Connors and them is playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. But I feel like a lot of orchestras are doing something. LA Field, they do their little at home stuff. And it seemed like they they doing some social distance stuff too, right? Not with the audience, no. Yeah. Not that I know. None of the MSO stuff is with the audience, I don't think. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, we did know everything on Saturday. Ah. Literally the lowest of the low on the total pole. No. Literally. Mm-mm. Actually, really. actually. You're right. I'm not even on the total pole let's, because I'm a fellow. I'm not even. Okay, in, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's move it because you just said we, so. And you playing in the orchestra. So, anyway, let's just move yes, on please. with the thing. I would love that. But let's move on with the thing. Um, see, now I don't, I don't forgot my, no. my train of thought. Oh, go to the next well, thing. Anyway, I don't, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, like, I mean. <laughs> I feel as though. There's probably, of course, there's more that's going into it than either of us know because we we're like, I'm not gonna say too much. I'm not gonna say too <laughs> much. I would be curious, like, of like, what is the difference between um between like orchestras that are still operating and orchestras who are not, mm-hmm. um, even like with between like how much how much does what your how your city is handling it have to do with it? You know, because wasn't New York like under lock and key for a while that is true but the good thing about new york i mean i only know so much about new york is because that's the only bit of credible information i could get like at the beginning of it and new york shut everything like everything everything was shut down like you literally i remember you couldn't go nowhere that wasn't essential i was trying to get i was trying to perfect my make my makeup skills couldn't go to Alta, honey we couldn't go nowhere that's how lock and key we was you know what i'm saying so after mm-hmm. I'm so ghetto that's how under lock and key we were <laughs> so the if you watch like uh I follow what's that dude the governor and our map was flatlined like you know what I'm saying for a while like I was like I was like my man's really flattened the curve like that jump it, it spiked up to like 18,000 cases a day some look crazy and then like he really had it and now it's finally ticking back up because you know the girls are going to brunch, the girls including my cousins. But you know, girl, I was about to say the cousins are wild. Cousins, bro. you know, let me not. I feel like everybody got cousins that are wild. Let me not because, because they literally. I mean, they don't listen to this, so it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and even if listen, I don't. None of my cousins listen to this neither. But if they did tune in, stay in the freaking house. Y'all got kids. Y'all got parents. Like, I mean, nah. they're not being like. So Hooper wild oh, but mine are so. i was like but i was like hookah really that that's when i'm like hookah they are partying drinks just everything and i'm just like and you know what there was they were gonna have a, a covid safe quote unquote little party for one of my cousin's kids 
and they were like mask and socially distance and i was like hmm. first of all I'm, I'm not going nothing unless my sister's going you know um and all, to, it's always a trap there's never mass it's never socially distant that's what i was gonna say that was, was gonna be the development when i saw <laughs> i because of course i didn't go um and the only reason i i was never going but <laughs> i'm about to say the lady you was not yeah. gonna go <laughs> i was never going but the only reason why i consider it is because i truly am 100 percent that cousin that don't go to nothing like i went to one thing for the first time in years last year and one and one of my cousins walked straight by me didn't even recognize me so i was like okay so that's a sign wow. um right but you know i gained like anyway so pounds. so anyway but um yeah i just saw everybody's instagram story masks pull down yeah everybody her, like it's just like that is it okay anyway yep but you know case is going back up they're talking about flattening the curve meanwhile the curve curvy as kim kardashian so <laughs> okay look my well i mean we'll see who knows no. but it's not looking probable yeah because they said that the orchestra hasn't played together since march 13th March 12th um, and they said that in their 2020 fiscal year which ended on August 31st they lost 10 million dollars million? million 10 million dollars and I said there was no other choice and I was just like jeez but it's like yeah who Chile I mean I'm trying to figure out I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible, but like we've had personal conversations about, about preparing for what life is after this because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna land on my, on my butt. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to land on my feet because I just feel like the game is gonna look so different because we have to recover from all of this and it's gonna take time, especially like when it comes to performing audiences and stuff like that. It's like, do y'all think it's gonna be? We just gonna stop wearing masks anytime soon? Mm-hmm. You could just have a whole bunch of people. I went to rehearsal today and got my temperature taken. Like this is like what it is. We have um we have times in which we have to arrive so that everybody's not coming at the same time. Yeah, I went to do something on like on a site for the first time. I mean I can't count on one hand how many places I've been since March. Um Really? One hand? Mm-hmm. Do you go outside every day? in some capacity that's crazy i really i didn't realize how crazy it was i don't go outside every day i think so not every single day but most days yes most days because i walk my dog most days but not not every day anymore because i'll be having stuff to do around right around the time she needs to go Mm -hmm. but for most of the quarantine i would say i've walked her um every day so somebody tweeted like y'all need to be going outside every day and i was like i go outside like every three days yeah and I need to. This is not good. But. Exactly, because I was noticing that on days that I was not, if somebody, if somebody else had walked through already, I'm like, I don't need to go outside then. But it's just like I've noticed. I I spent way, way, way too much time on my phone now. Like it's getting bad, so I need to start going outside every day. Um. Well, yeah, we were saying something. I was just curious. Um. You went on the site for the first time. Oh yeah, like, and I was like, damn, we doing stuff like being outside okay period but um yeah um but but just because i do want to say just because they they've canceled their season um they're still doing they're still 
um planning to do some outdoor like pop-ups but like Mm -hmm. a season as a whole is not it's not on the table so it's hard because like who you playing for and it's like you want to get all the people together you have to pay for a facebook stream oh no it's tough it's intimately scaled outdoor performances yeah we're gonna see because lord knows don't be uh no bell arts a bell out for the arts institutions I mean, well, if if things go left, or should I say, if things go right, if you catch my drift, there will be no bailout. So, <laughs> Godspeed, God bless us all. all right. <clears throat> yeah, let's just ugh. okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Fun, fun, fun. That's it. Mm-hmm. Go us. <laughs> Well, you know, we had another episode planned. Listen, we have, like, I feel like we keep pushing the the other one off. I'm excited to finally do it because it's been months. But anyway, as you might have noticed, this is our Halloween episode. It's not going to be as exciting as you think it is. But um, do you have Halloween plans? No. When you said Halloween, I was like, Halloween is coming up? (laughs) Why did I ask you of all people? Do you have Halloween plans? Yeah, because when you said that, when you said uh, the Halloween episode, and then that that surprised me because I've actually celebrated Halloween, and you usually, I mean, I haven't, I, I haven't celebrated yeah. Halloween in a couple of years, but I'm still like usually more aware that it's happening. So when mm-hmm. you said that, I'm like, how did she know Halloween was not how she know, <laughs> but like, how did you no, like notice you that? Because it wasn't on my radar, not this year. I think I'd be looking for stuff to do and reasons to like indulge. So like I was like, "Ooh, Halloween coming up!" You know what I'm saying? I might watch me um, a a low grade Halloween movie, yeah, like a kids one or something. Yeah, like Halloween Town. Period. Shout out to Kimberly Brown. I think that's her name. Oh, that's my line sister's name. Shout out to her. What's her? Marnie? Yup, Marnie. You you didn't want, you remember Halloween Town? I don't, I don't remember none of the characters or nothing. Her name, the main girl's name was Marnie. I don't remember nothing about that movie except for it was at Halloween in the town. So I might watch Hocus Pocus, but I feel like you gotta. I don't. I've been wanting to watch it because that's be people's traditions. If you have a movie recommendation, I love to know. That's something that's not scary. Cause I don't like scary stuff. Period. Okay, but I was like, I might could do me that. You know, a little fun, little little something. And it's on a Saturday too, and I normally be have more free time on Saturdays but that's my plan to do something <laughs> in the house with a movie and some popcorn <gasps> vegan rice crispy oh, that's what I'm finna make period okay. <laughs> no okay so um I have a little game for us it's called this or that it's only four of them you have to pick one okay um oh i just oh, wanted to i meant to mention while i was doing the news i was imagining that freaking thing crawling out from under my bed <laughs> oh on dry land no, right on dry land <laughs> and, and i'm literally all the way like i can see the mountains from here I'm nowhere near the beach <laughs> so he just traveled 25 miles to my house <laughs> under your bed okay this is gonna be short but this is like a little would you rather halloween edition okay here we go. Oh, 
Would you rather walk through Eastman, Pitch Black, or through Sibley, Pitch Black? What do you say? Let walk- me give you the route for Eastman. Let me give you the route. Okay, you gonna start in the annex. Oh my seventh god! Floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh you gonna start on the annex, you seventh floor. <laughs> then you gonna walk down to the fourth, to the fifth floor, which is the fourth floor, Eastman. Then you gonna walk through. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna walk towards Mr. Taylor's studio. Mm-hmm. Then you gonna go on that staircase past the water fountains, right? You see what I'm saying? You gonna walk. So you gonna go past uh, Howard Hanson. Walk straight past the elevator to the staircase. Take the staircase down to the uh, what's it called? The mezzanine, not the mezzanine, Kaminsky Promenade, Promenade, whatever. Then you're gonna go through, then you're gonna go down the grand staircase, then you're gonna go through Eastman Theater. Remember, Eastman Theater be pitch black. Ooh, I've never seen no blackness like that. It's crazy. It's in the middle of the day. It's so crazy. It's insane, right? Walk through there. Then go out the other side by the bathrooms. Like you can go behind Eastman Theater by the bathrooms and then come out um, by Hatch. That's your route because I'm trying to avoid as much light as possible. All right? So that's the first option. And then the second option is, you know them, okay, you're going to start at the top of Sibley and you know them staircase, that staircase in the back of Sibley? I don't think I've ever been down it. I went over there with Dr. Cole. We went for her class. We went, I was like, what is this staircase? All right. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Just start at the top and walk your way down now. Oh, no. You know the you know the doctoral um cubes? Mm-hmm. You got to walk like around that and then go down. You got to do it on every floor and then go down the second floor and then go out. Which one you picking? Honestly. Wait, how... Everything is pitch black. Everything is pitch black. It is like literally Both the ways. middle of the night. Everything is dark. Everything. Isn't Sibley's only three floors, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. put Sibley. And it's less creaky. Only reason why is like if both of them are pitch black, then I'm just going to choose a shorter one. Because the annex, the annex is old, so it's going to be all like, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I mean, we going to see. I mean, I might just trip and fall down the stairs and then I'll be quicker, so. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I feel like for me, I might pick Eastman. It might be scarier. Yeah, okay. But the thing is, libraries like low key freak me out during the day because it's like it's too many. It's so quiet, huh? Mm. But I'm not. Oh, but you said I gotta go through. You gotta walk through it, and I remember like you gotta walk past Autumn Little. What those called? Actually, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be with you at Eastman because then like, was that something through them books right there? See, yeah, no, see, yeah, no, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting scared about something that would never happen. (laughs) Also, Eastman's always lit up, like the um the little main thing. That's why I feel like it'll be it might be like a little intimidating, a lot of intimidating if you see that all that like just black because they keep the um they keep the lights on in the main hall what's it called i forgot all my stuff what's the main hall called when you first walk in lowry lowry's yeah i i blinked on it for a minute too i was like wait what 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 because when you said kaminsky i was like ain't that it that's not it that's the second floor one right yeah it's the second second floor yeah i gave them plenty of money i I, I better know what they say Okay. You are about to, <clears throat> about three of the listeners probably do so. Right. 
Okay, number two. Would you rather take a 30-day trip alone through the jungle or through the ocean? Okay. I'm not picking <laughs> one. And the fact that you would ask me that after the conversation we just had, I'm not picking one. So Delaney. Sorry to be a poor sport. Delaney. I'm not. 30 days, Katie, really? Delaney. 30 days. Delaney. That's 30 days. Delaney. That's a whole freaking month's worth of rent. That's a month. Yes. 30 days. Delaney. No. You're not going to tell me. No. Delaney. Delaney. When you say in the ocean, what do you mean? Like on a boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a cruise. <laughs> 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 okay. Would you rather? Yeah, I'll go on a cruise. I don't know. The ocean got too many variables. Like, you just minding your business on your little paddle boat, and it's a Okay, whoa, wave. whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't say it was a paddle boat. I didn't say it was a yacht either. Like, come on, Delaney. Why would you have a whole You can't go on a, you ocean can't go on a paddle boat for 30, for 30 days, though. You literally can't. You can't survive on that. You have 30 days worth of food, water, okay, fine. on so a paddle boat. boat? Okay, what size boat would it be? Whatever size boat goes on 30-day cruises. So you'd rather be on a whole cruise ship, ocean liner, by yourself. Okay. I'm going to be by myself. I, it literally says alone. I would do. you rather be on a whole ship? Actually, yeah, no, I'm good. Now some pirates no, I'm not. I'm, Katie, <laughs> which one are you picking? Because um, keep in mind what I said about, about the jungle. Let me tell you what's in the jungle. You got jaguars. You got the. I saw these cats that they be in the trees. They got monkeys in there. The kind that rip people's faces off. They got the giant centipede, the giant moths. Tarantulas. I saw tarantulas in there too. Have fun. Snakes. I think I'm picking the jungle. I'm I'm a weenie, but like the yeah, because the ocean. It's like you minding your business thirty days, and you just in the middle of a storm, and now your your boat getting rocked like twenty twenty foot waves and stuff. I rather just hide in the jungle for thirty days. I would rather just hide. Where you hiding? Yeah. Okay, the jungle. <laughs> they gotta be a clearing somewhere. That's even worse. A clearing so they can see you wide and open. I feel like either way you're screwed in the jungle. I mean, I just feel like we don't know the jungle. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Because, I mean, the ocean don't all, it's not always a storm in the ocean. Yeah, until one of big old blue whales come with this little fin and knock you over. Because there's like different parts of the ocean, like that, like people go on thirty day cruises. Like you can be at sea for thirty days and not die. You know, the jungle. There's no like, like civilization. At least in the crew, like if you were on a boat, you could have like running water, like <laughs> cell reception, probably Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, alone too. I guess a boat. I mean, I wouldn't do, I, I wouldn't, now that I say that, like, I, I wouldn't do, like, a full cruise on it because another reason why, one of the reasons why I said a boat is because those boats are equipped to sustain you for 30 days, but also they're equipped to sustain a large population of people. So you could get a smaller boat. 
you know, like I don't need one that's gonna hold a whole cruise amount of people. But also, there's too many. I mean, you might you get you okay. To be there's frank, not enough. Know. There's not too many variables in the jungle, Katie. You can't. What you gonna do? Go up in the trees with the snakes and the cats that go in the trees and the birds and the monkeys that go in the trees? Or are you gonna stay on the ground with the monkeys and the jaguars and also the snakes? <laughs> okay. <to laughs> and the tarantulas fair, and the centipede. Okay. To be fair, you're gonna die regardless because there's also you said, variables. What? To be fair, you're gonna die regardless because to be ah! fair. <laughs> no, what are we talking about? <laughs> because like the ocean also has like too many variables. Like there's pirates, there's tsunamis. Pirates, pirates are real. Okay, but okay, but what kind of ocean are we talking about here? You like freaking, I'm gonna be off the freaking coast of Long Beach or something. Like I'm not gonna be in no freaking how Arctic you ocean. That or... I'm gonna drop you in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Wow, you are. Okay. Great, thanks, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, what's the next one? <laughs> okay. Would you rather sight read your degree recital or sight read a bass concerto with the Berlin Phil? I'm already second. I knew you were going to say that when I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I would definitely rather start reading my degree recital. But you can fail that. It depends on what I'm sight reading. Also, what kind of sight reading are we talking about? Because it's also like, it's like. It depends on what it is. Yeah. Because it's like. When you go to sight read, if you be like, okay, an orchestra's gonna have a reading rehearsal, you go to the reading rehearsal knowing how to read the music. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you don't go to no, you don't go to rehearsal just. It's like, this is the first time you have ever, ever even, like, you ain't ever even, like, this piece is completely, totally foreign. I might do that with the Berlin Phil. As long as they knew that's what I was doing. If they knew that's what I was doing. So in the recital, they can also know. Oh shoot! No, because they would assume that you. I guess both places they would assume that you. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> and at least my degree recital is who I can invite whoever I want to. I mean, like the Berlin Field. That's a particular. Because remember, your degree recital is posted on the internet. People be showing up. Remember that dude that be going to every well, recital. Yeah, but I just mean still, but. That's totally different from it being on the freaking Berlin Field season. <laughs> <laughs> what okay let's do both let's do both okay, anybody so. anybody checking the i mean I, I used to do that but just to keep a t- keep tabs on if someone i knew was doing a recital but okay let's let's do both okay let's do both for the yes. assumption that they know that you're that they know that you're sight reading which one would you do i'm still doing my recital oh it doesn't matter either way yeah I just have no desire to why am I do, because I just feel like there's just too many like I said it's gonna be regardless of whether my recital is on the internet which in the internet in that capacity means basically nothing because my my non-degree recital was on the internet in that capacity I made a private event on Facebook in addition to it being on the ESM website and only the people I wanted to be there were there I knew, I knew a guy the only people at his recital were our studio and his parents period big energy. and his girlfriend <laughs> who was his accompanist so it doesn't really count so i was like that's the type of recital i want and i will always have that and now you got people demanding their tickets back with <gasps> <laughs> the burning thing and look now it's on what did they do that that thing they got online 
the Berlin, they got that thing where they stream the concerts online. Oh my god, that was on there for everybody to but see. That might be, okay, but think about it. Actually, somebody should do that when we can go back outside. So like, but that might be kind of cute. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a someone wrote a like someone I don't know how to describe it, but like you, somebody did a thing where like people just side read concerto. Like you wrote a you wrote piece. You wrote a concerto. For someone, someone must sight read it. That might be kind of cute, Lou. I mean, yeah, but that's like for like a jokey thing. Yeah. I feel like classical musicians, they be too, they got, they're too egotistical for something like that. Classical music is so. They be judgy okay. regardless, even if they know you yeah. sight reading. Cause I'm like, and it's like, and also some people sight read better than others and they're not, and they're not always like in result is better than the mm-hmm. other one, you know? I swear my siren skills have gone down because I feel like when I was in high school I could read anything I could read anything and now it's like I think I just be overthinking too much like I had a telemon rehearsal today and I practiced the mess out of that telemon 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 one four five maybe six one okay telemon I mean but also there's other there's other layers there like I need to I feel like I've been fed so many toxic stories about orchestras that like every time I go into anything with MSO, I'm way more nervous than I need to be. The other videos are like all nice and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> inconsolable. <laughs> like you good. <laughs> You're doing fine. <laughs> oh my God. Because ever since Dr. Black, I'm about that one dude who sub with Chicago, got his first job with Chicago Symphony and dude, his stamp on the turnaround was like, he used to be working much harder. Ever since that story, that has been poked him in the eye with his bow. Boy, I'm like, HR gonna be working harder after we get done. (laughs) Okay, last one. Would you rather spend the night alone in the concert hall or the night alone in the church? It's hard, right? Because at first I was like, oh, this is obvious, but I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, I think about my church, my church is big. Yeah, and this is like, although, like, church, that's supposed to feel more comforting, but it's also kind of more creepy. <laughs> it's more creepy, especially, like, I don't need Jesus staring down at me like that. I'll get freaked out. I don't, I don't know about all that. People, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think my church has no, uh, my church does have little um things, but we don't have no, it's, it's a black church. We ain't got no white Jesus in there, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my church got too many doors. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the concert hall. Yeah, I think we'll do concert hall. I think. I'm and the concert hall would be bigger, but I feel like there's more like, it's not as like, it's not like a central location, you know. Mm-hmm. I could be like, I could be anywhere in there if somebody decides they're trying to. Yeah, this is I, terrible. I feel like either way, I'm probably gonna find me a corner. But like, see, my mind be drifting because imagine like you, you just like okay. No. <laughs> so the topic. <laughs> you said what? So the topic moving on. So we went to do a cute little Halloween episode or whatever. So I found this article by Classic FM called These Excruciating Concert Horror Stories Will Make You Feel Awful for Laughing. So we're just going to react. I haven't read any. Well, I think I read them when I found. I read a couple of them rather when I found them. But like the way my memory been set up lately, it doesn't even matter because I forgot all of them. So we're going to react to these. We're just going to go one by one. There's 30 something of them. So if we get tired, we'll stop. We'll link the article <laughs> and then also we'll probably share some of our own. We'll make this one at the top just in case we just get bored. But, um, cause like classical musicians, 
how do I say this? Um, stuff don't be like what y'all be. It just don't be all of that. That's what I'm finna say. Like it, it don't be as funny as y'all think it is. I ain't talk about no people in particular. Just saying, it don't be as whatever y'all think it is. So, do you have any uh, concert horror stories? Um, I don't think so. Other than like nothing like out of the ordinary, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I've had memory slips. Um, I guess the worst. My junior recital. I know y'all probably seen, was that my sophomore or junior recital? That had to be my junior recital. Yeah, your yeah. sophomore recital. No, because I wouldn't, because it was in December, and I didn't know you in December, my sophomore year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was I my didn't junior recital. Hmm? Oh no, 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 no. You met me in February, my sophomore year. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was my junior recital, which I mean, I, <laughs> this reminds me of that thing that I tweeted, well, I retweeted, because Amanda Seals tweeted something like, I, don't, "I already know I'm gonna be annoyed by this." No, but like it's for real. It was like, hold on, I gotta find it. I literally uh, just because you liked it when I uh, retweeted it, but um, this is just a reminder to myself that you absolutely must cut out that stuff that we did before. Just reminding future Katie that you girl, you girl, you must absolutely go back and make sure everything that we said before this is not there. Okay, just <laughs> and I'm probably gonna remind myself again. Cause I'll be falling asleep sometimes. So you go, but you absolutely <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so Amanda Seals tweeted, "If your happiness is preserved by your avoidance of the truth, it's really just blissful ignorance that will eventually catch up to you." And that's me thinking I could just not practice stuff and it'll sound okay. And that's exactly what happened. Um, on my junior recital. First of all, I had a memory slip. I had a memory slip while I was using music. I wasn't playing for memory. <laughs> Okay, but that do be happening though. Like you be trying to emote and you look away and then what line was it on? <laughs> that do be happening. <laughs> it do. Like how I have a memory slip I'm not playing for memory, huh? Um and I feel then like you be doing too much movements. about that recital. I was there. So was I. <laughs> okay. That proco was lit. And so was the little um Spanish piece. Yeah, no, the second half of the program I'm actually I was I was actually happy with. The first half was and also but like i said i was not prepared for it and i did that recital to teach myself a lesson which i did not learn <laughs> so <laughs> you are absolutely the most annoying person that i know i know i feel that way about myself as well so uh, um yeah but one of those movements was like i would say about 40 and that's generous 40 percent of the notes were right to be fair there weren't that many notes in that movement so it wasn't like it was like a trillion notes in 40 percent. it was you know it was a short movement it was just a little couple of lines but yeah i don't think that helped i mean the 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 percentage is still the same (laughs) so i guess it doesn't but also this it's less notes to get wrong you know what I mean? Like, it's still in proportion to the piece. It's still the same. But, like, it, that's like, if you if 40 of your notes were right, that means you got four notes out of 10. You got four notes right. And you got six notes wrong. But if it was 100 notes, then you got 60 notes wrong. So, I only got six notes wrong. Oh, okay. 
and by wrong i mean i don't mean like just completely like it was a f sharp and i played a b like okay wait <laughs> <laughs> i mean like at a tune but like so at a tune that it was like <gasps> but yeah that remind me of freaking richard <laughs> This is a side note before you said that when we were on the phone the other day and Richard was like, he was talking about um how he don't like, how he don't say, you know how teachers, when you get something wrong, they'll be like, oh, almost I like kind of. And he's like, I don't do that. If I ask him what's the fifth in the C major chord and they say strawberry, I'm not going to be like, oh, <laughs> almost. <laughs> Uh, he sucks. He sucks. Wait, what's your what's your horror story? Um, I don't have any like. Let me knock on some wood because you know we got some stuff coming up. But I don't have any. <laughs> um, let me. Sp- I want to be careful how I phrase this because I really be like I don't be like superstitious, but I be a little stitious. That what's that mm-hmm. from Parks and Rec? No, the, office. the Office. Yeah. Um. Because I haven't had any like blatant. One thing I'm all I am in constant fear of knocking on wood again is um I'm a very clumsy person. Like I'm a very clumsy person, and I just don't want to. You know, I might even go finish it. But just imagine what would happen if my viola went projecting across the stage. Um, I won't recover it. I would actually quit the instrument. To be honest, then how would that even happen? I could see your bow, but viola. <laughs> you, I would come in if from you here. tripped and fell. Oh, I thought you meant like while you were playing. <laughs> oh, girl, weird. no. Oh, that's another. That's not a fear of mine, but I've had it happen on like. What was that? Car doors. I, I'm such a weenie. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, my heart is racing. It's that lizard's mama getting out the car. I hate, I need to fix this. I'm such a weenie. Okay. I've had it almost happen like twice, like, but in practice, like my bow will like fly out of my hand. Cause if you really think about it, like that's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I have like little things. Like I remember I was conducting this a, a arrangement of like, one of Mozart Symphony for my like advanced orchestra when I taught public school and like it was one of those things where like it's like one of your worst nightmares where like they kept getting faster and faster and like it's it's 30 of y'all how big were they no they weren't that big I think they were like 20 of there's 20 of y'all and it's one of me I can't control this I can't stop this it's like I remember even whispering to the content I'm like slow down because once it once it gets off it's like so that's yeah. not a horror story i just hate i feel bad for my kids when it's like you work so many weeks on something and like the product isn't what you wish it to be but personal horror stories i mean nothing really i'm trying to think oh you know what's funny it's not a horror story you know what's hilarious so one thing that's no longer scary to me is because it's happened so many times <laughs> i need to read better Delaney will tell you I just really don't be reading nothing. Like I'll glance at something and be like, <laughs> "No, that has to get me on nerves." Because I'll be like, "Oh, girl, da da da." And so I really don't be reading. I'm always gonna like skim 
and then <laughs> one day you gonna end up you done signed your life over to something oh my god it's so bad like i really just don't be reading like i'll always be like okay but to be fair the conference we had last friday like i really read that and i was like okay i didn't really read it but i just like you know i really thought i had an understanding of it and that's why i text you i'm like oh wait wait no can we reschedule because i really want to go to this thing Mm-hmm. so like sometimes i'll be trying to read it but then like wouldn't it be too many words i'd be like okay i'll try to get a gist and then like i just let like you know the lord fill in the rest so sometimes every little once in a while i don't play around with orchestral excerpts because what i don't want to have happen have happened which happens to me is that i learned the wrong excerpt so i was auditioning for the school in new york for their orchestral whatever program ended up working out ended up in memphis so i didn't get in because it went terribly so i go to the little the little thing thing and I go to the audition. I was so stressed out because one, I didn't get enough sleep because I drove four hours. I was subbing for an orchestra, missed one of the services to go take this audition. It was a crazy weekend. Wow, for the time. So I'm, I, I, and also you know what I'm, I'm gonna give away. So I get to the little warm up thing or whatever. My pianist was like, oh yeah, they only taking like two, three, like one or two violas. I said so. Basically, I came down here for nothing. But I was like, you know what? I remember I was going up for two degrees because they were like, you know what? They basically told me, don't nobody get into this degree program anyway, so you might as well go for the other degree. So I was like, okay, period. So I'm like, you know what? All hope is not lost. So I get in there. We did a little thing. My walk went really good. I said, period. Come on, A minor, because normally it drifts. Then, <laughs> then I get to the excerpts. I'm playing my little stuff. It's going terribly because I'm freaking nervous. It's hot in there. I'm sweating. Can't play when I'm sweating. Then they asked for, what's that little thing? The, the French dude, Ravel, right? It's two Ravel excerpts, right? They don't, I hate when orchestras do, I mean, I, it wasn't an orchestra, but I hate when institutions do this. If you have like, if you're going to tell the excerpts, like, yeah, tell the excerpts, but provide the music as well. Provide the music because it just gets rid of every, it gets rid of all, you know what I'm saying, confusion, right? There's two viola Ravel excerpts. I'm playing on the piece. Um... Da, ba, da, what is that? Da, 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 they didn't da, give no rehearsal numbers or nothing, or measure numbers. They were just like this piece. I can't remember. I can't remember what they gave, but it was vague. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like you know what I'm saying. When they say down one, you know what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I can't remember exactly, but whatever that piece is, dum ba da 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 da. But what is that? It's gonna kill me. That share is a. No, but if you're talking about Ravel, maybe Daphne and Chloe. But what you yeah, were saying yeah, was yeah. Shahrazad. No, that's Daphne and Chloe. Oh, that sounds a lot like Shahrazad. I don't like Shahrazad. Yeah, people who know shit, they they gonna know what part I'm thinking of. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know shares. I like that. I don't really care for the beats. I said I was going to give it another chance. I just haven't gotten the chance to give it another chance. But so I get to there and I start playing my little Daphne and Chloe. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. What's going on? I said, it's Daphne and Chloe. Like, period. They're like, no, it's not. Like, I mean, they're like, yes, it is. But you learned the wrong one. So now it doesn't matter what you say to me. You can give me like a million dollars and give me a hug and just give me a nice warm cup of hot chocolate. And be like, it's okay, Katie. Just play, just play it. It doesn't matter. 
you've now rocked my world there's nothing it doesn't matter i can no longer play anything else after this because i'm terrified so so then, so then she goes okay just play just play the one you have oh, she, oh it's okay you learned the wrong one let's play the one you have played it terribly <laughs> that was like the worst thing that's happened to me recently yep played it because it's like you learned the wrong one and then had the nerve to play the one you allegedly learned okay terribly Oh, good times. That's my horror story. Okay. Oh, but remember that time when I messed up the kids and plink, plink, plunk? Nope, don't. So. Yeah, you were there. You were conducting. Remember? Girl, first of all, I don't, to be honest, I don't even remember. Not me. Not me at my big age coming in wrong and messing up the seven-year-olds. <laughs> okay, first of all, they're like 14. <laughs> Secondly. <laughs> second of all, that's not what happened. This is what happened. It's not what wow. happened. And actually, I don't even remember what you did. I came in early. Okay. Oh, loud. Only bass player on the stage. Loud. It's supposed to be the foundation of the orchestra. Okay, big sound. <laughs> okay, confident, because I was playing with seven-year-olds, thinking I was, thinking somehow I was going to lead the ensemble. Well, there was a conductor, but you know what I mean. Anyway, let's do the Let's do the topic, because we're literally an hour in. <laughs> I mean, technically we're like 40 minutes in. Okay. So we've asked our Facebook fans. Oh, this is not. We don't have Facebook fans. This is with classic FM. Classic FM says, we asked our Facebook fans to give us their worst ever concert experiences. And boy, did they deliver. Includes both sabotaging, forgetting music, and vomit. Quite a lot. I said sabotaging. I said stabbing, girl. Did I say stabbing? You said sabotaging. I literally saw stabbing and said sabotage. That's amazing. Okay. Want to go first? We're just reacting to these. Okay. I was invited to a restaurant before playing. The stress and the fact the food was not fresh made me vomit between two movements of the Shostakovich Sonata. My dad never laughed that hard. Wait, what do you mean? Between two. But you go off stage. I don't understand. And she was playing? Wait, so did you. Did you go off stage also, and then do it and come back? Which Shostakovich sonata? Do I have a cello sonata? And a viola sonata? Does he? And a piano sonata, does he? Definitely a viola sonata. I don't know. Jack is long, too. Yeah, she needs to elaborate because, like, what did you do it on stage and was like, well, we'll get it later. <laughs> also, girl, if you vomit, I'm not, there's nothing else for me to watch. Like, I'm, I'll be like, so. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, maybe she went and came back. But if I went in between movements and did that in the bathroom, I'm not coming back and playing. Also, how what? I, yeah, <laughs> I'm not playing anymore. And also, I really don't be eating. I normally don't eat the day I have to perform something by myself, like like my recital days, because mm-hmm. what I don't need is a little rumble, rumble in the middle of the second movement. <laughs> what you gonna do? Uh huh. I don't care what it is. I might have some water. Okay. Oh, these little icons are blocking this one. This is ghetto. Okay. I was on first desk and leaned forwards page turn when I accidentally stabbed the conductor with my bow. He shrieked and dropped the baton and spent the next few bars rubbing his arm instead of conducting. I don't think that's that bad. I would never talk to you. Okay. I would never look at you in your face again. 
If I stabbed the conductor? Oh, that's what you meant if you were the conductor. Oh, no, no, no. As long as he's laughing yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, as long as she, like, like broke the skin, now she in there, you know? And your bow lodge in his lip. <laughs> Forgot okay. my brain parts. <laughs> For the best. <laughs> What's a brain part? Frontal lobe. Frontal lobe. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> Amygdala. There we go. <laughs> High school kind of Your bow done combined his brain stem. Can you imagine if you broke the skull with a bow? Yeah. No. You at least don't community service for that one. Uh, murder? No. Okay. I mean, a little tap to tap on the bow. I mean, on the brain. All right. Um, I said kebab. <laughs> So, um, leading a cello section in an orchestra, a string snapped and cut my face. <gasps> oh my gosh! A bit ten seconds before baton down, conductor didn't know. No time to put a spare on. Played all the way up the D string till halftime. Heroic. Y'all take this orchestra stuff too seriously. Way I'm too off serious stage. Like <laughs> I'm going off stage. Like cut what? your face. That reminds me, there was a pit, there was a, did you see that lady whose cello basically exploded? Like, it just like. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, cut your face. I'm good. Yeah, also, like, even if, like, it wasn't even a bad cut, it was like a little scrape, you really rather just play everything up the D string instead of just going off stage or, like, you know just like saying? if it gets like now you playing in 84th position on the D string like or I can just pick up the line when it comes back <laughs> some of y'all ain't too bright okay <laughs> flew into Yuma to the gig site opened my case and my mouthpiece isn't there it was in California in my other case I remember I was at a music festival and this girl she left to China and left her flute her whole flute, the whole thing. I said, period, sis. You said out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. What'd she do? I, I mean, they tried to contact her so they can mail it to China. <laughs> oh, she finished the... She yeah, because <gasps> she, she was there for like half a session. Yeah, she was like, you know what? I don't need this. Period. <laughs> a queen. <laughs> Chile. Um Okay. Jury recital. Yes, a recital in front of my peers and faculty. And I totally blanked out and forgot the entire second page from Beethoven's Opus 109 first movement. To this day I still haven't looked at my professor's remarks. I don't blame you. Yes. I haven't watched my recital videos besides my quintet and besides the second half. The second half I've watched. First half. I was there. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Also, I lost it on my computer, so I never have to see it. Really? Mm-hmm. Good thing I uploaded the the Prokofiev is on YouTube, unlisted. <laughs> Give us a link, sis. Mm, I'm okay. I mean, I don't really care. I think it's unlisted. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm most positive. Okay. My first public conducting gig with a choir outside at negative 35 wind chill. I'm assuming that's Celsius. Celsius. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were using a pitch pipe for getting the starting notes. Of course, my saliva froze in the pitch pipe, so the choir That's started. That's disgusting. Uh, so the choir started at least a six above the actual starting pitch. I'm still gun shy of using a pitch pipe. That's kind of weird and that's, gross. That's really nasty. And also, another example of y'all taking this too seriously. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> Negative 35. What is that in Fahrenheit? That has to be like around one degree, right? Look. Sound too cold for stuff freezing up in the pipe? That's, just, that's gross. That's really very nasty. Ooh. Um... Let's see. The next one says, hmm, singing. I was so nervous, I forgot the words about three times. Then when I finally got back on track, the pianist skipped a couple pages. Goodness knows how, goodness knows how, because it wasn't that she turned over uh, two at a time. She went to, she went into the repeat two pages early. What? I carried on singing the bit I was supposed to be singing. Soon realized the accompaniment didn't match and just hummed to the end. Oh, no. Needless to say, I've never been so embarrassed in my life. You needn't be embarrassed. She do. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, I turn in, turn, accidentally turning pages, I could see how that could happen. I've seen that happen in a recital. Mm-hmm. It was actually crazy because it was, that's why I, I would never pay, turn pages for nobody. I don't oh, care. absolutely not. I, have I don't no care design. if you're playing Mary Had a Little Lamb. I'm not turning your pages. I, I will not. <laughs> I absolutely will not. And this guy in my studio, he was turning pages at this other guy's recital. But he accidentally turned an extra page, but the, like the pianist did not miss a beat. Like he knew exactly what, mm-hmm. and they noticed like immediately and whatever. And it was so funny because he was like, "Man, I was so nervous," and I was like, "I'm sorry." And the guy, he was like playing and was like, "No, it's cool." Like <laughs> on stage, and I was like, "Man," because that would really mess some people up. Yeah. Well, also, like I don't have the focus for that. Like half, yeah. like half the time when I be messing up, it's because I just don't be paying attention. And so. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm second guessing my ability to read rhythms now. I'm right. Like, no, isn't that ace note? That's about eight beats, right? Because See. ace. So <laughs> I overthink way too much to be paid, Charnay. You're not gonna stress me out. I came here to watch. And my um, in undergrad, my teacher used to be all the time like, someone want to turn pages for and be looking around. I'm like, I came. To, I'm not even playing today. I'm not. I did not come to class to be stressed today. Because what no. I'm not gonna do is meet your gaze. No, I don't want to turn pages. No. Yeah. I want to stare at the floor and just you yeah. know I do not leave me alone turning pages uh-uh I no. guarantee you I'm gonna be and I don't know the piece oh absolutely no and now I'm nah now the two pages they stuck and now I'm nah and then nah. what if you what if you turn the page and you flip the whole thing off the- <laughs> and you don't go fast enough and they like because I've seen that I don't remember I think I've seen somebody forget to turn a page and the pianist have to like snatch it over real yeah, quick. And, and like, now I it's just, awkward the rest of the time. That's happened to me. I think I've turned pages like twice in my life and I feel I've like. I've never done it. And 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 don't. And won't. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a 10 year old chorister, I threw up on stage while singing. Singing oh, no. a Matthew Passion in front of hundreds of people including composer James McMillan. The most embarrassing part was that I met McMillan at a rehearsal a few days later and he recognized me. <laughs> oh, you the throw up boy. Hey, pukey wookie. <laughs> oh, you're, you're puke Luke, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's really terrible. 
<laughs> now he recognized me. That sucks. I would. I would. He sucks I'd because like, I would have just acted me. like I didn't. Know. Yeah, I would. If I was a composer, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh yeah, you." Like I would. I would just not mention it. See, but I feel like that's where you know. Let me not say that, but you know. I yeah, I know. I know exactly what you what okay. you're saying. <laughs> okay. I played trumpet voluntary with an organist uh, playing out of the classical musician's fake book. That's not so bad. It was a very, very long church. What? (laughs) What? The bridal party and bride um, took one step every four beats. So let's just say it was a very long time to get them down the aisle. Oh, that's barely nothing. I feel like y'all could have made this dirty and left that one out. Yeah. Uh, one of my first concerts with the local youth orchestra, I accidentally bit my oboe reed and it was the only one I had with me. So when we turned at, turned at the start of the second half, I memed, I mimed. Okay. Comprehension on zero. (laughs) Okay. That's not even comprehension. I'm right. See? Oh, Dr. Block was right. I am illiterate. Okay. The conductor okay. then decided to tune each oboe individually. Major embarrassment in front of my friends and family. Uh, Wait, how did you get away with this? This is band? This has to be oh, orchestra. orchestra. How are you missing the main one of the main players? Also, why you only got one read with you? See. Oh, but you I mean you took a show. That might be before people uh yeah, was making reads and stuff. Because a lot, I know a lot of people who go to college and and that's like their first little. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like as an open, since you gotta have, I'll be hearing, you know, I'll be hearing Jasmine talk about, you know, they spend all day trying to get one little read, right? But also, I played the bassoon for a couple years in high school. I, I, yeah, did I ever have more than one read? Especially if you didn't know how to make them. Oh, that's true. mad expensive. Either way, whether you're making them or not, mm. mad expensive. Yeah, I mean, shout out to y'all because I ain't building nothing. <laughs> right, I don't even change my own strings. I drop right. Like, <laughs> I drop that thing off. The most, the most I'm gonna do is put that shoulder rest on that thing. That is the most I'm gonna do. I don't do nothing for that viola. Period. No, you kidding me? I already gotta play it. You see this number twelve? Just a picture. <laughs> Nick on me. Anyway. <laughs> Sheet music started falling down from the stand during a huge funeral. I ended up playing Ave Maria with one hand, the other hand holding the sheets up. What instrument is this? You sound like talent to me. One hand? Dang. Okay, then. Okay. We had a gig to play at a petting farm. Oh, yeah, you can tell this is in the UK. <laughs> it was a night with sub-zero wind chills and horizontal snow. See? <laughs> we played for two hours to two turkeys, four baby goats, and a Vietnamese pot belly pig. See, I can't even be feeling bad for some of y'all because y'all need to be doing <laughs> Because what? Like, how much was the pay for that? It had to be astronomical. It had to be. Because what? Anyway, yeah, I can't be feeling bad for some of y'all. 
Um, okay. Just finished performing with my string quartet at our chamber concert during a week we had a residency with a professional quartet. I dropped my violin in front of the, <laughs> in front of the entire audience, including the professional quartet. Bro. Then I ran off stage. It was my sparkling moment undergrad. Oh Wait, did you pick it up? Oh my god. Okay, then I'm not picking it up. Could you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, girl, you can never, you literally have to leave and never come back. And now the rest of your days, you the girl who dropped the violin. That reminds me of what you told me to, like a week or two ago about somebody that you know that also embarrassed themselves in front of somebody really important at a master class. Or rather, not at a master class. Wait, what? I don't know how much you want me to say about that, but. Somebody that you know who embarrassed themselves Wait, text at a master me, text me, text me. at a master class, but not at a master class. At a master class that they were supposed to be playing in. Not me having no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> a master class. Aww. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, okay. Okay, you just did number 13, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do 14 and you want to do 15? That's it. Okay. Okay. Once I had to accompany a choir on the piano without any rehearsal, I barely knew the pieces. There were wrong chords written all over the sheets I received. On stage, there was only one stage piano with a pedal linked via cable. However... The technician must have got forgotten to put some rubber under the pedal in order to, for it to stay in place. Well, you know, you know, may imagine what? Okay, that's not me, y'all. <laughs> Sitting on the bench, sliding further and further under the piano to keep the pedal. Must have been like a limbo dance. My peg turner, Paige got Turner got up to place the peg back under the piano. Unfortunately, he decided to do that some like ten bars where he began to turn the pages. What a wonderful acapella sound indeed. Girl. That was a lot. Yeah, it was. I don't even know what happened. The, pe- the pedal's mm-hmm. moving? <laughs> like what, right. girl? We should have proofread these. We wanted to react. <laughs> right, yeah. I guess it wouldn't have been authentic if we had. This was a short one. I was barely able to perform the valse by Schubert slash List in A major because I was pretty drunk in front of all my colleagues. Well, girl, that's on you. That's on you. I don't even feel bad. I've heard you. of people doing that. Being drunk, oh yeah, let's get tipsy for the concert. Like y'all, it's like y'all simultaneously take the stuff too seriously and not seriously enough. How How is it both? Why are you going drunk to a concert? Like that's a that's weird. That's a weird. I mean, high key undergrad, they used to do that. Ain't finna hold you. I didn't. I mean, I didn't understand. I mean, right? I didn't understand it, but yeah. I mean, that's why I think most of the. I don't know if any grad students that was doing that, but people that I knew. An undergrad, yeah, well, you were drunk. And I'm like, for what? At this concert, why? Yeah. So Delaney, Miss Idea Queen, we're going to we're gonna finish these. We're going to do a little something with the rest of them. But we'll link it if you want to um, see what it say. Yeah. Oh, I just remember real quick, my, my teacher, he did a, a Halloween episode um, on Contra-based conversations a couple years ago about 
the the Dittersdorf Concerto, mm-hmm. which is apparently cursed. I probably said this on a Halloween episode before, but have we done a Halloween I'm, episode? I think so, yeah. maybe or some something like mentioned it, but um. I'm not gonna say everything that happened on because uh, he had like he's played the concerto on multiple occasions and something weird has happened every time. But one of them that was really hilarious was he freaking he went to the bathroom before the concerto. While he's playing it, every like there's a commotion going on in the back and people are like, like moving and like in the orchestra. It turns out he didn't read the sign. The bathroom was out of order, so he flooded backstage. Uh-uh the stage was flooding and they were like okay we gotta play it faster we gotta get to the end real quick see that's another reason because what i'm not gonna do is, is stand in your doo-doo water oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the black excellence <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god the black excellence i'm begging <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Y'all gonna have to take, uh, be patient with me today because Black Excellence means a lot to me. On the day that we are recording this episode, it is the one, the only, the legendary George Taylor's birthday. Aww. This black excellence is very important to me. I get very emotional when I think about Mr. Taylor. Um, and I can't believe he hasn't, I mean, 103 episodes, and I was, like, going through our Instagram. He's never been a black excellence, right? Wasn't he, like, maybe in the very beginning before we started posting them? Oh, well, will he going again then? I was mean, he? He's, maybe, maybe not. I mean, he continues to be black and excellent, so. Um, George Taylor is was my VL teacher at Eastman a huge part of the reason I even got into Eastman um, with his guidance and like really believing in me. And I just like, I will always feel indebted to him. He won't let me say it. I said it at my recital. Like, I just don't know what I deserve, did to deserve to have a teacher like that. Like he was just really understanding. He met me where I was and yeah, probably not probably would not be in Memphis <laughs> if I wasn't for Mr. Taylor. Okay. Mr. Taylor is currently the professor of viola. Were you reading his, <laughs> let me settle in yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's freaking crazy mr taylor is currently the professor of viola at the eastman school of music period eastman we used to get a little cute little champ you know when they deserve one uh before joining the eastman faculty he was a member of the sorry you say this again CMP, this is ghetto. CMP Quartet of Duke University, a position he held from 1979 to 1986. You hear that? 1979, George Ben Taylor. You hear me? He Ben <laughs> Taylor. Okay. <clears throat> he served uh, on artist faculties of the Castleman Quartet Program, the Le Dormant Forger, the Chautauqua Institution, the Musicordia, the Encore School for the Strings, the Metamont School, the Manchester Music Festival, the Ellen International Music Festival and others. Mr. Taylor is an inspiration for and collaborator for a series of successful workshops called the Viola Intensive. That's when I first met, met Mr. Taylor, by the way. I was encouraged to go to that and rest is history, where he presents a summer technique workshops for violas at Eastman with faculty colleagues Carol Rodland and Philip Yank. He co-hosted the highly successful 40 International Viola Congress at the Eastman School of Music. It was also the last Viola Congress when the ABS was a part of the International Viola Congress. T. 
He has also served as a juror for the international competitions in Europe and the United States and has served on the board of the American VL Society and the Sphinx Organization. George Taylor has given numerous solo recitals and appeared as a chamber musician in concerts throughout the United States and the Tainai Cultural Center in Taiwan. He's a frequent collaborator with the Rich Chamber Players and has performed as guest artists at the Scannettelese Music Festival. Mm-hmm. Lake, uh-uh. Hold up, Lake <laughs> Lake Winnipesaukee Music okay. Festival, and with ensembles such as the Triple Helix Trio, the Society for Chamber Music in Rochester, and the Yen Quartet. So where, what hasn't he done? So just... Um, about halfway. Okay. I also took stuff out. So his recording with the guitarist Nicholas Goulis. Oh, he's so nice. Title of Night Strings has received wide critical acclaim. Oh, that's the thing I did with on your yeah. Oh, it's, that trivia never made it out, did it? That's the episode that we lost. Was it? Or maybe it wasn't. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't. That I was remember. the viola trivia. Yeah, that made it out. That made yeah, it out. okay, okay. Mrs. Taylor can also be heard in the landmark recording of the complete chamber music of African-American composer William Grant Still by the Vitamus Ensemble. He was the co-founder and conductor of the St. Stephen's Chamber Orchestra in Durham, North Carolina, an ensemble that has continued to perform and record together to date as the Orchestra of the Triangle, an active advocate for performances of music by African-American composers. Taylor is a participant in the National Black Arts Festival held in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Gavis Music Festival. (laughs) He is also a member of the so my piece of the week (laughs) (laughs) he is also a member of the black music repertory ensemble he has performed and premiere works by a whole bunch of people I'll link it George Walker David Liptak Carmen Moore he's a native of New York City and Mr. Taylor attended the Manhattan School of Music shout out to Mr. Taylor period thank you for all you've done for me I mean, I don't even know what to say about that, man. I really, I really just don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to get teachers. Um, your teacher's so important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your teacher's important. And I feel like people be having toxic relationships with their teachers. And I'm just like, I don't know. Mr. Taylor, I remember like, I'll be telling him my wildest dreams. I'll be like, man, I'm just telling I really want a fellowship. Like, I really just want a fellowship. I think that like. And he'd be like, tell me what you want. I'll tell you how hard you have to work. And it was never anything. It was never like, well, maybe you should consider teaching. And maybe you should. It was always like. You a fellowship. You getting a fellowship. You here. You fly. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, we'll see. Right. (laughs) Like, I was like, man, I really want a fellowship. I feel like that's what I need next. Tell me what you want. Tell you how hard you have to work. It's teachers hard are hard to come by. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like people in classical music don't aren't surprised. But I feel like people on the outside are surprised by how many classical musicians are just steered off the path. You said we talked about Jonathan a couple of weeks ago and how he said that a lot of people told him that it's a it's a silly dream to be mm-hmm. a, become a conductor. And yeah, it's like it's rare to find teachers like that. So you know, I'm a little biased. You know, what I'm saying George Ben Taylor, and that's on period. And that's what that's that's that on day. And if you got something to say about him, you could catch me outside. Okay. okay. We throwing hands. Now my left hand though, because you know, well my right hand, because you know, but you know we, right. we throwing feet. Period. So she can be on her back kicking. <laughs> I mean, 
Meanwhile, I'm over here. Tell me how hard I have to work. I'll tell you how much I'm finna procrastinate. So. Can you imagine I, you said that to your teacher? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I miss those lessons. Man. Okay, DMA. You said what? So okay, DMA. You know, actually, what's crazy about it, I thought about DMA, but then I thought about, like, like randomly because my mind be drifting when I practice it. That's when I get my best ideas because, you know, distracted. <laughs> and I was like, I would love to work with Miss Taylor again. It's the the DMA program at Eastman is not worth it. I mean, it is. <laughs> you, get a, you get a DMA from one of the best schools. It's the work. No, absolutely not. I would. I'm looking forward to your dissertation. I literally will like I can, one thing I cannot wait to do is finally once and for all delete Microsoft Word off my computer I will not have no interest in writing a dissertation I have no interest in going to your little classes I have no interest in learning about your little white composers when you but when you going to delete I mean I don't have Microsoft Word on my computer but I mean sometimes I use it um because I use because I save all my stuff in the cloud on pages mm. um I mean, I use Microsoft Word for work, I love and Microsoft. that's like the web, the web Microsoft Word. Mm. But also, every time I export stuff on Microsoft Word, it come out formatted all weird. It do, yeah. So that's but I always I I convert my assignments to Word from pages anyway. But oh. it's just easier for me because I could just sign into iCloud on any computer and and get my stuff, especially when I was in school and I didn't have a printer. But I was in school, I still am. But um, anyway, piece of the week. My piece this week was probably my piece before, but it has to have been over a year ago. But it just recently entered my rotation because it's on my quote unquote recital. Um, all right. So it's called. It's called. Monologue number. Okay, so it's called monologue number eighteen on a Swedish folk tune. So it's two movements, variations, on a Swedish folk tune this composer his name is Erlen van Koch. he wrote a monologue for like every instrument so the 18th one is for bass um and it entered my rotation one because it's on my so-called recital and two because the music okay, not like got here recently. <laughs> the music just got here recently after uh, a good six weeks after i ordered it so thank you sheet music plus for your um for your service your speedy delivery of six weeks plus i mean in their defense, it's the country is being run by Zabumafu. Okay, like don't do Zabumafu. Like, <laughs> like I'm surprised you even got your music before your recital. I see what that got to do, but <laughs> well, I mean, I see what that got to do in terms of like staffing. Everything messed I do. up. Every all the um, mail is messed up. They didn't send it through USPS, but Uh-oh, I tried. um, right. No, I see what that has to do with staffing. There's less people in the warehouse, but um, also you can't. I I pay for shipping anyway. Mm. Um, it got here, but um, and they will be refunding me my shipping. Mm. Well, to be fair, I did know it was gonna take that long, but still, it shouldn't have taken that long. I hate you long. this whole time. <laughs> no, I mean, I did know it was gonna take that long. It still shouldn't have taken that long, whether I knew that or not. Oh, but. <laughs> There wasn't an option to make it go faster. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It was you could make it go faster on top of oh. like yeah, which I was just like, but this is the only place that sells that sells uh, that street music, mm-hmm. so it was my only option. 
Dang, you're going to slide to a PDF? Can you have it? Okay, world premiere. This is literally a recording of it, which <laughs> I will be linking in the description, which is a good close to this episode and the entire longevity of the show that was Classically Black Podcast. I don't know what you mean by that, but I'm so, sure we'll see you guys next week and then they can explain to you. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. But you will see when you call me to record the next episode and it goes straight to voicemail. Well, that's fine. I'm sure that it won't. And we can talk about it the next time I talk to you about other things that aren't classy. But you won't, so. Yeah, I think you're a little mistaken. My number has changed. Oh, I don't. um, But I'm on your number right now. So that's Yeah, but it will be changed by the. This is actually the last call. I set it up before. Yeah, so it'll automatically switch. Okay, that's fine. I could just. There's a whole, a myriad of other ways I can get a contact. Yeah, but I um, also have changed over everything. So yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. I will contact you via but other you streams. Won't. We also okay. share bank accounts and other things. So well, mm, only one person's name. So no, <laughs> <laughs> not shared bank accounts. And people think now we married. <laughs> <laughs> okay, secrets out. This whole time, um, I think that's it, right? We done. This is so ghetto. Mm-hmm. It's literally we done this like three times. Actually, I'm doing. I mean, you said Dookie Water on the show, so <laughs> I mean, it can't get much worse from you. I mean, you ain't think about that. No. Oh, come on. Let's move on. Thanks so much for listening to the Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. Go ahead. Pass it up. Might as well finish it. You halfway through. Um, if you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, email it to us at Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com and we will see you guys next week. Period. Bye gang, y'all. gang, all phone them. You know what I'm saying? You know what we did? We did. You know what I'm saying? We all here. We here. Like, we don't know Black what you're saying. <laughs> What's that dude from? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.